Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another edition of Firms Consulting Podcasts. Today is going to be a short podcast discussing some tips for how to write a better resume. So one of the consistent problems I find with candidates is that when we receive a resume from them, we've got to teach them how to write their resumes as accomplishment-driven resumes. What's an accomplishment-driven resume, right? Well, let me first give you an example of a non-accomplishment-driven bullet in a resume. A non-accomplishment-driven bullet in a resume would be something such as responsible for helping team compile data on cost reduction exercises and modeling the analysis to present summaries for partners. That's a non-accomplishment driven bullet. An accomplishment driven bullet would be something along the lines of manage data collection over two weeks during the cost reduction phase project for a $23 billion pharmaceutical client. And as a result of changes to the modeling, found $2 million of additional benefits that the client had double counted. Right? You can see the differences. Now, let me give you an example of how you can figure out you are doing the latter, which is what you should be doing, and you are not doing the former, which you will never ever you know, impress anyone with if you put into your resume. You know, here's a very important, simple idea that you need to internalize. Pay attention to the idea because it's a very simple idea, but it's a very powerful idea. Whenever I look at someone's resume, and I look at a lot of resumes, Maybe in a day I'm looking at about maybe six resumes that I've been working on for the past um, few months, the past few weeks. I'm also looking at six new resumes. I, about half of them would be new resumes that I'm editing, and another half, three of them would be people that want to be interviewed to join the firm's consulting process. So one of the simple rules of thumb I use is something called the base salary versus bonus salary discussion. When I look at your resume, right, I classify a bullet point activity into a base salary or a bonus discussion. Is what you have done in that bullet point going to earn you your base salary or your bonus? Now, think about this very carefully because it has profound implications for your bullet. Let me give you an example of something, another example. I spoke to an Australian guy, very nice guy from Accenture, and he was telling me about how he helped develop a strategy for a huge telecoms company and how it was one of the largest strategy projects for the firm and he was managing 23 people to do it. So it was an accomplishment for him. And I asked him a very simple question. When you sat down with a partner before the project, was hit his expectation that you would do this? And he said, yes. Now, very simply put, if you meet expectations, how in the world can that be an accomplishment? If you meet expectations, you are doing what is expected of you. If you do what is expected of you, you are earning your salary. If any bullet in your resume is something that allowed you to earn your base salary. You need to ask yourself very carefully why someone would hire you if you just did what was expected of you. So you need to go through all of the bullets on your resume and ask yourself, is this something I did that helped me earn a bonus? Or is this something I did that helped me retain my job? Because that's what a base salary is, right? If you're doing something that just meets expectations, you're just doing enough to keep your job. So you're just doing enough to keep your job. That's the way you need to look at the bullets on your resume. Now granted, some things 
some of the bullets in your resume will be base salary bullets. For example, you know, maybe you put together a training program that you were asked to do by a partner, but as a result of the training program you put together, many more consultants got promoted as a result of the way you trained them. So the base salary part is you put together the training. The bonus part is the fact that more people got promoted. I am okay if some of your bullets are going to be base salary bullets, but they should never be the majority. If I see three bullets underneath a job description, all three should be bonus bullets. If I see five bullets underneath a job description, I expect four of them to be bonus bullets and one to be a base salary bullets. And that's how the way I read everything. If I look at what you did at university, right? People always tell me, hey, Michael, I didn't have time to do anything else. Well, then don't waste everyone else's time by trying to make it look like you were busy. If you didn't have time to do extracurricular activities when you were at university, if you didn't have time to manage your life and show you were a leader, you know, what makes you think a consulting firm is now going to give you a chance to prove yourself? It would take a lot for them to do that. You have to show that you've went above and beyond what was expected of you. It's called the bonus bullet theory, right? So when you write out your resume and you go through it bullet by bullet, you've got to ask yourself a simple question. When I read this bullet on my resume, does it explain what I've done that was expected of me? Or does it explain something that I did over and above what was expected of me? If the majority of your bullets talk about things you did, about your roles and responsibilities that met expectations, that met the expectations of the partners, then you haven't done much. And if it exceeded expectations, then you don't just tell me it exceeded expectations, you should be able to explain how it exceeded expectations. If your job was to develop a very difficult strategy for a client, that was the expectation. Simply doing it is not worthy of putting into your resume unless you can explain how you stepped into a very difficult environment and how what you did helped the client beyond what was expected of you. So always think about this when you write a resume. Base salary or bonus bullet? And if you're struggling to do something, I mean, that's okay. If you're struggling to do it, that's fine. But you should never come out and try to justify why you cannot do it. And I see a lot of people doing it. They'll come back and say, Michael, I can't think of anything else. You know, I was going through a lot of personal difficulties. Well, that's nice. And sure, you may have been going through personal difficulties, but you cannot ever expect someone else to appreciate that because they don't know if it's true. The lens people go through to get jobs today when someone says, you know, they went through personal difficulties, you got to ask, you know, what was that personal difficulty you went through? You know, what happened? And even if there was a personal difficulty, I can assure you there are many people who go through worse personal difficulties and they do do well. And when you're about to present a reason why you couldn't do these things, always ask yourself, not how does this reason look just comparing your own profile, but how does this reason look compared to other people who went through equally difficult things and did much better? The point is, there should never be an excuse for exceeding expectations. If you join a company, if you choose to go to university, you should always aim to exceed expectations. And if you're not exceeding expectations, then you're not meeting the criteria for what consulting firms look for. Consulting firms look for A-level employees. They look for alpha males and alpha females, people that take charge and make the most of what they're given. So whenever you're reviewing your resume, always go through each bullet point and ask yourself, did you simply do enough to meet expectations and keep your job? Or did you exceed expectations? That's the question. Doing a great job is not exceeding expectations. Doing more than what was expected of you is exceeding expectations. And the ability to explain how you exceeded expectations is equally important. Don't just say you exceeded expectations. I want to know how you've done it. 
And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.